I don't know why this is going to sound so, this is going to make me sound like a fucking dirty creep. Probably not. But I'm salivating. (laughs) (laughs) Not in a a yummy way, but I want to see it. I think I might have a photo. No, 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 no. Welcome back to Two Mums, One Pod, the podcast of mums that don't have their shit together. And today, look, we really don't have our shit together. How are you, Katie? I'm fabulous. How are you? I am good. I love seeing your face on a Friday Eve. Me too. Great. Already halfway to Tipsy Town. (laughs) I see. I, what am I drinking? Where did it go? It's not too bad. The first sip was a little rando. Oh. Definitely doesn't mix well with a Cadbury egg. That's for no, sure. No, and Taylor, I've just watched sat here, here watching her <laughs> devour like four in a row. I have another one down here. Oh my god! But we got What's so much on? fucking Easter chocolate. It's my favorite yeah. type of chocolate, but you know, mm. there's only so much a girl can eat because I'm not sharing with my children. <laughs> <laughs> Logan used to get them as bribes for um, going to the toilet, but we've. Um, We've progressed to stickers. Oh, wow, that's amazing! Well, he was just we going were through running way too out much of eggs and tr- <laughs> yeah, it was stealing all my eggs. And also, we were if it wasn't eggs, it was cookies. And I'm like, it was just becoming a. Bit he loves much. a cookie. I regularly hear you on voice notes going, uh, t- "Logan, I'll get you a cookie in a minute." <laughs> like I would probably say at least once a day. <laughs> no, but it's because he's gone to the toilet. I've done something else, and he comes to me and goes, "Mummy, cookie, cookie." Today, honest to God, I took. He did a wee. The tiniest, honestly, I could have spat bigger than the amount he peed today. <laughs> and he goes, sticker mummy. And I'm like, that is pathetic. <laughs> the amount of pee that came out of you, that is pathetic. Give but I had to give him. Tires. I had yeah. to give him a god sticker. Oh, oh my Paw god. Actually, it's really well, cute. It's like a Paw Patrol sticker thing and you like them, you make the scene. Oh, yeah. No, I like those books. They're great. Yeah. So it's mm. like he's actually had fun. Like he gets one sticker, only one per wee, and he gets to make the scene. So That's great. Well, um, I bought Vanna Potty to st- to commence toilet yes. training. Yes, yes. Is that it? it? No, I, I, yeah, basically I found it <laughs> down by the um, recycling bin. He had taken it upon himself to throw the potty in the bin. <laughs> I don't blame him. I really don't blame him. Like, come on, let's be real. And well, someone needs to educate the child that hard plastic can't be recycled. Like, yes. get it together then. Correct. We bought one of those yeah. tiny toilets. Curse oh, you, tiny toilet. yeah it's like it's cute like he loves it 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 flushes it does it's really cute it set us back a pretty penny though how much 60 bucks that's fine well my my potty was four dollars from Kmart yeah see I need to buy one of those four dollar ones and chuck it in my car 
Oh, yes. And pop a little bag over it. Have you heard that secret? No, but that sounds terrifying. What do no. you mean? So in the car, like you put like a, like a, let's say like a freezer bag. Yeah. Seal it. So then if he does a shit on the <gasps> go, then you don't have to clean the potty. You just no, don't help into the garden. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Um, <laughs> Imagine honestly. holding that warm bag in your hand. Imagine just getting, Katie, I cannot wait for the day that, that Van does a shit in the body and you have to sit there and clean it because, honestly, it stinks. Oh, yuck. Like yuck. there's no tomorrow. Yuck. I don't even. I like, don't want to. Freaking do that. I don't nah. can't we just skip this phase? Nappies forever. Well, yeah, but <laughs> look, he's very tall, man. I feel like he gets he? judged because he's still in nappies. Yeah. He's tall. I mean, his dad's six foot four and I'm five foot six or oh, five foot seven. One of those. Again, you lost <laughs> me at foot. <laughs> <laughs> I am 160 centimetres. Okay, I'm 169. Of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> Honestly, I, yeah. So you're you're nine centimetres taller than me. That's like, like my entire can. Yeah, yeah. You're giant. Well, actually, you know what Tim called me the other day? He what? goes, you know what I've noticed the other day? We were walking around the shops and he said, I've noticed that you're actually taller than most girls and I'm like no I'm not like I'm at really average height and he's, he's like making you sound like a giant like beak. Bigfoot he's, like he's walking around is a beanstalk that's what he called me oh a yeah. beanstalk you know that's yeah. not nice well you could call me a beanstalk if I was slender but um this girl's got curves oh, shut up shut up curvaceous <laughs> Curvaceous. It's like a um. It's like a Johnny Depp Amber Heard um situation <gasps> all over again. Let's get on to. All right, I need to. I need to decompress. Oh, do you want to talk about it? I feel like this is going to be a theme. They've got a I couple. Know. They've got like two weeks off now. I just want to talk about the theatrics, right? Like, again, you know, if there was some element, but holy shit, that was a monologue, and I must say, not a very good one. No, she's not a very good actor, but I can't say I've seen her in Me anything. neither. Me neither. What's the one that he mentions that he got the role for her? I want to say Cigar Club, but I don't think that's it. I don't, I don't know think that's it. it. I don't pay much um, attention. I just am there for the beautiful yeah. looks and her drama. Like, what is your face? But, like, she's looking at the – do you see how she's done parts where I'm just holding up, like, a hair um, band thing like and an it's and it looks like a tissue. Yeah. <laughs> and she, like, holds the tear like this while the, they get the picture. They took the camera. In real Isn't life. insane? But also, did you see the um, – her publicist, how this is even allowed, how he's even allowed past the line that the people, like, are it's- sitting in – did and you see him he comparing notes. Yeah. How is that? How does that not disqualify something? It really like doesn't really that? Should. If we had a point system, does that not knock a few mm, points off? Yeah. Well, you would think so. Also, what about how she talked about? Uh, look, I think we need to put some sort of um, trigger warning here because she talks about some things about him doing to her. So trigger warning here if you don't want to hear about sexual violence. Um, she talks about him 
doing a cavity search on her is what is what she called it. And he put his fingers inside of her. And what did he, what did he, she say he did again? He was searching for cocaine. That's right. He was searching for cocaine, supposedly. I mean, mm. we don't know. Allegedly, for the legal Look, jargon. My whole thing is, is again, I'm not going to write it off and say she didn't do it because we, we're living in this world that we're like, women aren't heard and, oh gosh, Amber heard. Women aren't <laughs> heard and they are, they're told, you're lying, blah, blah, blah. Right. But then this happens and it's a big, big case, a yeah. media covered case, and everyone's going, no, you're. So I'm just still going to hold on to that. Well, I, I get, I know what you, I know exactly what you're saying. If, if, for example, if something had happened to her, yes, yes justice should be served. It should sure. be. But I think, again, at the end of the day, if this wasn't such a public it should not be this public like we have all crafted opinions on something that should not be public opinion Mm. this is not an episode of the kardashians well and they're treating it like that yeah but right she didn't she did an awful lot of private public secret recording of him (laughs) stop licking that egg my voice just went she did a lot of secret recording of him yet all yeah. of that recording, and literally, she had hours upon hours upon hours of secret recordings of him. So and much, nothing, nothing is incriminating. Well, this is the thing. It's and it's also seeing the amount of things right on social media of him with cuts, him with bruises, and her on the same day with nothing. But mm. she was claiming that she had a broken nose and that all of this, and then went on to do a TV show that same night and had no issues at all. Well, what about when he kneeled on her back that time and then she wore this massively backless dress to the awards thing the night after and there was nothing there? Like, and if we didn't have so much public opinion to it, we wouldn't know these finer details and it would just be. But again, I don't think the jury are allowed to look at social media, are they? Because didn't that woman get. um, They're not, but how the fuck are they going to stop them? How? Take their phones off them? For months? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they can't they can't just talk about it because I've seen comments of one of Johnny's it must be one of Johnny's friends or something like a family friend mm. is commenting on the house whatever her name is house and habit house house oh yeah yep oh commenting on her stuff saying Johnny sees our sees how much he's supported and he appreciates it and nothing is going unnoticed. So it's like he must they must be able, able to look at it but they can't contribute and they can't. Well, Johnny can, can, but the no. jury is a different ball game. Well, I would say neither of them can really in their best interest. But, again, at the end of the day, the entire thing comes down to was that op-ed defamation towards him? That's the, mm. That is what it is. If there's going to be extra charges on top of that, that's up to the jury to kind of deliberate on. But, like, I feel like we're dramatically swaying away from what the original the original actual charge was. But then again, also at the same time, is how do you clear your name then? You have to clear your name. Mm. And you're going to clear your name by giving evidence of what you did and what you didn't do. So I don't know. It's just what she's about the very scene dramatic. where he was walking like to leave, and they came up, and she did this like seriously dramatic jump back gasp, yeah, like a <gasps> like oh, a shiver, she's like a so oh. shit. Oh, I'm it's actually just weird. Yeah, I just, I just 
if she didn't do that rehearsed monologue, it would she could have been taken seriously if it's, she if she literally didn't rehearse it and wasn't like and you can see where she loses her line and then she picks back up. It's yeah. awkward. It's so cringy. Like, but this is the same, like, oh, I don't know. It's just so weird that it it's just all of it is just odd and it's just a weird situation. But it's like mm. the amount of times like that um, her criminal forensic investigator was reading off notes that Amber wrote during her thing, like on the same yellow paper, was reading notes. I mean, again, we allegedly she's reading off yeah. the notes. We don't know. We weren't reading the notes either. But it was like she was reading off the same things and it was. it's just strange and it's just been blown out of context now, I think. I think it's just far beyond the point of any reasonable justice almost. Anyway, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. They've got, what, two weeks off now or something, so... It'll be a while before that. you get our next update, but we can't help talking about it because yeah, we're we share each other memes. We share memes to each other all day, every day. Um, but let me swallow this chocolate. Hang on. <laughs> Does that gross you out? Yeah. Mouth noises are my. Uh, Although, do you know what I am obsessed with in Bernie's too? He calls it, Mummy, what eating? Eating. We like watching ASMR like food like candy where they like they crystallize the candy and then they go <laughs> no yeah, no I don't way know what the fuck it is it's disgusting on, on like tiktok weird. on um youtube but tim goes can you fucking shop, stop showing our son that like it's like sexual it's not it's not sexual, it's just slow and rhythmic. Yeah, but also there's a blonde girl that does it with big lips and she's like. Of course. And she goes, I'm going to eat the jello fries. <laughs> and then she's and then she goes. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Maddie listens to ASMR. I'll I be love like, it. We'll both be lying in bed like getting ready to go to sleep and yeah. all of a sudden I'll just hear this. And I'm like, where is that coming from? And it's like this woman like with slime over her microphone and he's like lying down with it next to his ear like with his eyes shut. And I'm like, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. It sounds disgusting. Can you turn it off? Like it genuinely makes my skin crawl. Makes you with angry, hey. It makes me angry as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I can't deal with it. Um, But let's – so let's dive into today's episode because – Katie, I thought it would be fun. We've actually had a few requests for something like this. So I thought it would be mm. fun considering that it is Mother's Day this weekend. Mm. Happy Mother's Day, Katie. Thank you. Um, I thought we would talk about um, our journeys into motherhood and the little boys that made us mothers because yeah. they're a little bit special. And I thought we could share our birth stories because I don't even think I've heard your complete birth story. Well, let's do it then. Let's dive on you in. Go so, first. you want me to go first? Yeah. Where to start? Where to start? Um, okay, so I was diagnosed with um, IUGR, which is um, interuterine growth restriction. At, wow. Yeah, at Logan's 37 week appointment. 
So I was um, birthing Logan at the birth center, which if you live in Perth, I'm not really sure what it's like over in Sydney, but we have normal hospital birth, private hospital birth, family birth center birth, which is similar. Uh, it's kind of like this is a, like in a hotel room type situation. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> I wish it was in a hotel situation. No, Doesn't it's it kind look of like a hotel. It looks like a home. Like it looks like yeah. a home birth, but like a little bit clinical. There too. Yeah, yep. so it's almost like like there's a double bed in there. There's like it's a lot more homey. Um, mm. you can have a water birth. It's a lot more. You can't have a um epidural. epidural. You can't have any yep. drugs apart yep. from gas. I think you can have morphine or something like that, but it's only minimal, um, minimal intervention, um, mm. but you have to fit the criteria for it. So you have to be what really low risk. Be, yeah. Okay. Completely and low risk. What made you want to go that way, that direction? I just always never, I knew from the beginning, I didn't want an epidural. Mm -hmm. And that was mainly just a thing in my head. I don't like needles. I was like, if I can do it without it, I'm going to do it. And I kind Mm -hmm. of almost set myself like a challenge. I was like, right, I'm going to birth this baby without an epidural and I want to see if I can do it. Mm. Like I want to see how capable I am. And it was almost like happened if you got like – Three quarters of the way through, and you're like, "Get me out of this birth center! I I want the epidural." Right. Can you do so, that, or is yeah, no yeah, you, yeah, no, one hundred percent, you can. So, with the King Edward birth center, so there's two birth centers. I birth both Logan and Millie at with the birth centers, but at different mm-hmm. hospitals. So, with the King Edward's birth center, it's a complete like little house off the hospital. So it's like a, it's like down the hill from the hospital almost. So it's like a couple of minute walk to the hospital. Whereas Fiona Stanley, where I had Millie is on the same ward as the birth center, as the birth, birthing suite. So all the natural, normal birthing kind of things with all the doctors, everything like that. It's just in a really secluded part of the hospital where it's completely shut off, completely all for birth center stuff, right? So with Millie, it's very much if you need something, you're literally just the next room across. With Logan, if you needed something, you have to be transferred up to the hospital, right? Now, again, because it is a, a... low risk situation you can only be there and you literally have to tick off all these different things like there is a it's a it's a very big criteria to you can be kicked out really quickly gestational diabetes you get kicked out like there is there's so many things that you can get kicked yeah strep b yeah well you have the choice there whether you want to test or not if you don't want to test it, it can change your birth you don't get kicked out but it can change your birth right um depending on how you have it. Um, So with Logan, I was completely fine until my 37-week appointment and then I went to the birth centre, I had my appointment and my midwife, my beautiful midwife, she birthed both my babies, Tegan, she's lovely. Um, She was like, okay, you're measuring your belly. Like you know how they use the tape and they measure your belly. She was like, you're measuring a little bit too small. I was like, okay. She's like, don't worry about it completely fine. You're allowed to measure, I think it's like a couple centimetres either side. Is this the public hospital system? Yeah, public hospital oh, system. Amazing. Yeah, it's oh, it's the, honestly, I can't fault it. Um, so she's like, you can measure a couple of centimetres either side and still be okay. She's like, but I'm going to get the doctor to check it. If the doctor's not happy, we'll go from there. So then they, um, the doctor checked it and he was like, I just want to refer you for a growth scan. I just want to see how you go, right? So this was on the Wednesday. 
This was literally, I had my appointment on the Wednesday. On the Thursday morning, Tegan called me and said, you need to come in today because we want to do a ultrasound to make sure bub is okay. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Like freaking out first baby. I didn't know what to do. Now, um, from experience, I know you can decline those scans if you want to, and you can just do what you want to do. But again, first time mum, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Um, so I, we went in for the growth scan and they, (laughs) Katie, we had a trainee sonographer on and he did the scan first and he completely, and mind you, King Edward Hospital is our women and babies hospital here in Perth. So it is our biggest women and children, women and babies hospital, specifically pregnancy, like all the high risk women go to here. So Mm -hmm. it's the best place to be if you have any complications or anything like that. Um, So obviously it's a tertiary hospital too. So he did the ultrasound. He goes, there's nothing to worry about. Your baby's actually measuring a head, his beautiful size. I had a tiny belly. Like I was, but I'm not a big person either. Man, um, I was huge. Was I don't think you were. <gasps> anyway. I well, was. I don't think you were. I think you feel bigger than you are, but I think no, I think you no, did no. well. Um, so he was like, nothing to worry about. All good. No worries. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like breathe that sigh of relief. Mm. And then... um. They had the actual sonographer come in and check over everything, and they were like, "Yeah, no, like, oh you're, no, you're yeah. kidding." They were <gasps> like, "His his tummy is at the thirty five weeks." So I was thirty seven weeks. His tummy's at thirty five weeks. His head's at forty weeks. Great. <gasps> um, his fucking head was at forty weeks. God damn it. Um, and his legs and arms were in proportion with thirty five weeks. So it was just like his body was behind, but his head was. Continuing hey, to and develop. Never stopped, did it? Honestly. Um, so they said to me, I had to go and get some fetal monitoring, and they said to me, Look, you have the choice. You don't have to be induced, but we think it's better to get him out now to make sure we can monitor him on the outside and make sure he is growing correctly. They mm-hmm. said he might be still growing correctly. He might, this just might be how he is. He might just be a small baby, but we need to get him out in order to find out what's going to happen. And I'm like, fuck me like this it all happened within like 24 hours and I was like okay so when are you wanting to induce us and they were going to keep us there that night they were not going to let us go home they were going to induce us that night and then they were like you can go home come back on Saturday morning so then we had all of Friday to kind of plan prep do whatever we needed to do I had like nothing I had nothing organized. We went and bought like crazy town, went and bought like 5,000 little five zero onesies because we had none. Um, I know. And then on Saturday morning we rocked up to the hospital and I was kind of freaking out a little bit. I did hypnobirthing with Logan so and with Millie um, through my beautiful hypnobirthing coach, Kieran, um, Bear Your Birth Hypnobirthing. She prepared us so so amazingly and even when I said to her I this is the situation that's happening she supported us through it step by step and she gave us tools and tips and she helped us through it which I think was a game changer for me if I'm honest with you um so the one thing I said to my midwife because because um Kieran always said to me you've got a choice if you're happy to go through with the induction, which again is your choice, if you're happy to do it, you can choose what method you want to use first for the induction. You can choose all of this. You can choose that. You can do this. You can do that. Um, mm. 
But what it meant was I was transferred to the hospital and I wasn't allowed to have a water birth. I wasn't allowed Mm. to be in the birth center anymore, which again was fucking heartbreaking when you've Mm. got your mind and you're preparing for something for so long. But this was the, this was it. So I didn't really have a choice. Um, Tegan was still our midwife. So Tegan still came and followed us up and she still did absolutely everything with Logan, which was kind of a really big sigh of relief. So that continuity mm. of care from the, the yeah. birth centre, having that same midwife, having that, oh, it made all the difference. Mm. Um, so I said to Tegan, I really don't want, I researched a lot of methods, like induction methods, right? And I was like, I don't know what I want. I know I don't want that fucking balloon. I was like, whatever mm-hmm. I whatever I do, I don't want that balloon. That morning before we went to the hospital, um, my mucus plug fell out and I was like oh my god maybe it's just happening like maybe I'm just going into labor again I'd never had a baby before so I didn't know what to expect Mm -hmm. um and when we rocked up to the hospital I was already three centimeters dilated when I got to the hospital no contractions or anything um so they just put in that strip that little um oh yeah yeah yeah, like the little tampony thing and they put that up around my cervix and they were like, you just have to baby, you just have to baby, you just have to wait in this room for however long, we'll monitor your contractions, they had me on the monitor, and we'll just see how you go. Um, I had no contractions until my waters broke, pretty much. Um, so I was lying in bed and I, Maddie had just ordered me Uber Eats and I had a fucking delicious salad from Grilled. It was so delicious and chips Yum. with the... Mm. <laughs> fucking love grilled it's so delicious um so I like downed all of that and I was like right well I'm gonna roll over and I'm gonna go to bed Maddie was watching the football and I was like cool I'm just gonna go to sleep then and as I rolled over I literally took Mm. a photo and sent it to my best friend Tori just before I fell asleep and it was just of me going like uh still in like still here I haven't had a baby yet and then I woke up like five minutes later and I was like, Maddie, my waters have just broken. Oh, my God. He's like, no, they haven't. Don't be silly. I'm like, they have. I haven't peed myself. My waters have fucking broken. Mm. Anyway, he's like, okay, I'll get a nurse like freaking out. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I guess the baby's going to fall out of her. Oh, God. <laughs> so like mm. he um, he rushed to get a nurse. They still thought I peed myself. They were like not convinced that it was my waters at all. Really? Um, but it definitely was. My contractions started from then and, oh, my God, Logan, I'm pretty sure I never got checked until – um, we moved to the birth suite, but mm. um, I'm pretty sure he was posterior. So I'm pretty sure he was back-to-back because my contractions were literally contraction in the back, contraction in the front, contraction in it's the back, the stop thing. for a minute, contraction in the back. And they were just constant. They didn't That's fucking the reason end. I epidural. Yeah. See, That's I intense. wish, I mean, I don't wish I had an epidural because I'm like, I'm glad I... Like I proved to myself I could do it and it was awesome. But I want to know, like with Logan compared to Millie, it was such a different experience. Yeah, same So freaking different. And I wonder if I had an epidural, if I would have been more there Mm. almost. So with Logan, once all the contractions started and they didn't ease, um, I was like going to the toilet. I'm like to Maddie, I need to do a shit. Oh, my God, I shit the whole time. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I'm like, I need to do it. And he's like, all right, come on, I'll take you to the toilet. So he took me to the toilet. And I'm like, something is not right. I'm like, if I poo right now, a baby's going to fall out of me. I'm like, this is oh, not okay. Yeah. Let's head on back. Like I, this, And obviously I was just at that stage where his head was just there causing that feeling um but I remember so tell you that that was a side effect because I wasn't told so I literally thought I was just gonna shit all over the place right and we didn't have it no one intervened I was just in labor like from my waters breaking at seven Mm -hmm. to being moved into the birth suite nobody intervened we had no one come in and check us because they were only great. doing like, I think they were doing like four hourly checks or something mm. when you're being induced or something. Oh, wow. So no one came in. So then I remember the, I remember it so fucking vividly. Maddie, I, I turned to Maddie and I was leaning over a chair, all fours, rocking back and forth, just like moaning through these contractions that mm. wouldn't end. And I said to Maddie, I'm like, these are getting strong and I don't know what to do. Like my body had never been through it before. I didn't know what it would feel like. I Like obviously now I can expect what it would feel like, but it was a whole sensation that I didn't, I, I didn't know. I didn't know at all, nor had my body experienced it ever before. It's intent, but don't you reckon it's not like, like I've had more intent, like painful massages before. Oh, I wouldn't say it's definitely manageable. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of the time people like, it's the worst pain you ever feel. The worst pain that you will feel is when that baby is coming and crowning and your vagina Mm. is stretched to all high heaven from that fucking ring of fire. That's (gasps) pushing through that. Like when they're like, just keep pushing. I'm like, I'm sorry. But oh you God. are not in this situation right now. <laughs> like retreat. I didn't even need to push with Olive. She just went flying out. Yeah, Millie came pretty quick. We'll have to do another video uh, yeah. another recording <laughs> yeah. with those two. Um second babies, man. They're a they're a wild ride. Yeah. Um so I remember I said to Maddie and he was like, Okay, I'm gonna go and see. He's like, Do you wanna just try the gas or do you wanna try something like that? So he went out to get the midwife and my midwife, Tegan, had gone home so she could, she didn't know how long it was going to be. So she went home and they were going to call her when I was moving to birth suite and she'd come back and birth Logan. So Maddie goes out and he asks this midwife and she goes, she comes on in and he's like, she's in a lot of pain now, like what can we do? And she turned to Maddie and she goes, well, yeah, she's in labor. Of course she's going to be in pain. And Maddie is like the most reserved person. He's the most calm, collected person that I know. So respectful. So just, he would never hurt a fly. And he's like, I can see him taken aback, right? And so she comes over to me and I'm like, he's like, well, can she just get some gas or can she get a Panadol or can she get something that's going to help? She's like, oh, she's in labor. Of course she's going to be in pain, like full on laughing and stuff like that. And then she comes over to me and she's like, get on the bed. And I'm like, pardon? And she's like, get on the bed. I need to check um, how dilated you are. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm not getting on the bed. My body did not want to lay down. Like I did Uh, not want to move. I was not in that mood. You could tell by the way I was acting. I think I was definitely at transition where Mm. everything was starting to dramatically change and, you know, he was there. Anyway, she forced me to lay on the bed, forced me to lay on the bed. I laid on, I laid down on my back and it was, I was noticeably uncomfortable. I was like trying to sit up. I was trying to like, because I mean, I'm having contractions nonstop. 
My mm. body doesn't want to be in this position. Anyway, so it she shoves her fingers. Yeah, she shoves her fingers inside me. First time I'd pretty much been checked since the whole thing started, since oh. I got there in the morning. She was like, okay, yep, yeah, you need to go to birth suite. She's like, grab your bags, let's go. Oh my god! Didn't didn't pick up a bag. Didn't help. Didn't go. Oh yeah, you're in labor. Oh, here's a you know. Let's help. So Maddie, poor Maddie's like picking up all these bags, like like trying to older? shovel his way. Is yeah, she was she was an older midwife. Mm. So anyway, I'm like trying to find where the fuck she went because she took off. I don't know where the birth suite is. I've never been here before. Mm. Um, and then because we were lost, she came back and got us and I had to stop no no kidding like three times on the way to the birth suite because contractions oh it's intense and she's like come on the birth suite's just here come on and I'm like what is happening I'm like this is not how I envisioned this birth to be this is not (laughs) what is going on I just want my mom um and anyway so we got to the birth suite she's like you need to lay on the bed we need to put the monitor on and I need to put a cannula in you because you don't know whether you're going to need it or not again freaking the fuck out so she's trying to put this cannula in my arm there's blood fucking pissing everywhere because she couldn't get the cannula into my arm why are they so inept at that seriously and also does it matter right now I didn't use that cannula once I didn't use it once if I needed it do you think a doctor could come in and just go slip done Mm. well Mm. you oh so then Maddie turned to her and he was like you need to leave and she was like what he's like? I don't. We don't want you in here anymore. Like you need to leave. Good so he him. he completely. Did you guys do like, hypnobirthing for this birth? My savior. Yeah, mm, yeah. Legend. So Maddie kind of knew what to do. Like yeah. he knew if, in if you are pregnant and you haven't thought about it. Do hypnobirthing. One thousand percent. Life changing. Oh, amen. I have my actually Kieran, my hypnobirthing coach. She's keen to jump on the pod. So that'll Yay. be a game changer. Um. So after that happened, honestly, this is where I feel like everything just went hazy. And I feel like if uh, I want to know that if I had, if I had an epidural, Mm -hmm. would I remember more of Logan's birth? Because from getting into the birth suite, I remember nothing. I remember nothing until he came out. I remember the one thing I do remember, I remember my mum getting there. And she was like, Taylor, I'm here. Just letting you know I'm here. I remember coming to and looking for Maddie all the time. I remember like coming out of my haze. I tried the gas. I didn't like the gas at all. Made me vomit. So was, was this like, hypnobirthing though? Was that the reason that you don't remember it? Because you were so I, zoned out? I don't know. I think genuinely. So I think with Millie. I was in that zone and I was very to myself and I was Mm. very coping. I coped really well with Millie's Mm. birth. I think with Logan's birth, things happened very fast and they Mm. happened in a a way that I couldn't control almost. And, I mean, you can't control birth, but it happened very fast and I didn't expect it. My body hadn't been through it before and I think it just was – I think I just wasn't prepared almost. But I don't think it was a hypnobirthing thing in the sense that I was in that hypnobirthing zone Mm. Um, because I remember coming – I remember trying the gas, hating it, vomited, hated it. I was like, get that away from me. So I remember going through the contractions and I remember my midwife's voice. So I mean I could have been in a hypnobirthing kind of – Mm. kind of phase it's, because it sounds like it sounds like you were because that sounds like I mean but there's that slash trauma 
when you well, think you're going to be sitting too, then it's kind of done. Well, see, at this point I wasn't even pushing yet, but I remember coming to like I was lying in the bed and I just had my eyes shut constantly. Every time I opened my eyes, I the room was spinning. I was like I can't have my eyes open. I always I came to and I remember looking around and reaching for Maddie. And I'm like, you, like stay here. Like I need you to stay here. And then I remember, I remember my midwife being between my legs and saying something like push Taylor, like push, push, push. And so I was pushing. I was in pushing mode, right? Mm. He was ready to be there. He, I was pushing. And then I remember her saying something to Maddie. It was like she was talking to Maddie or my mom and she was like, like, again, I wasn't there. It was like I was watching it from above almost. It's so interesting, isn't it's it? It's so yeah. fucking weird. And I remember her saying something like, we have to call the doctors in. Um, something, something, something is going on. And so all of a sudden she pushed the buzzer like the bell thing, and I'm not joking you, the room flocked, like it flooded with about 15 people. I didn't know this happened to you, but exactly the same thing happened to it's me. It's terrifying, so right? Fucking, fucking traumatising. So all these people come rushing in. There was two doctors. There was a paediatric doctor for Logan. There was like all these extra midwives. They were laying tarps down on the floor, Katie. They were laying tarps down. I don't know what they thought was happening, but they were laying tarps on the floor. Obviously, they were probably Wait, like, where were you at this point? Tarps. In still in birth suite, still in birth suite. So you know, I like remember where? on the floor. No, I was in the bed on my mm. back because they said I couldn't move anywhere. Oh, I asked Maddie asked that midwife, the horrible one, mm. if I could have a if I could have a shower because he was like all she wanted was a water birth. Can she? Can I put her in the shower? And she said. No, <gasps> no, she can't. And so that's oh when he kicked God. her out. That's oh, when good. he fucked her off. So anyway, I remember my midwife say, like getting all these doctors coming in. And I remember this doctor coming in and she was down obviously in between my legs. And she was like, hi, Taylor, I'm Dr. Such and Such. I'm just having a look at your baby. He's okay, um, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at her. I came to and I stared her dead in the eyes and I was like, am I having a C-section? And she's like, <laughs> No, no, you're no, fine. No. I'm like, okay, cool. See you later. And I just laid down and just went back to my oh, you poor thing. My That's thing. really scary. It was terrifying. And then anyway, she explained that he was stuck in the canal. So they used like a suction device that they oh, attached wow. to his head. And then exactly. when I pushed, she full on yanked his yanked him out. And then so they pulled him out and put him onto me, but he wasn't breathing. So then they oh, took him yeah. over to the like incubation thing. And honestly, I don't even remember looking at him when he was born. I don't even remember cuddling him. I don't remember him coming out. I don't remember. I, I remember nothing. All I remember is the doctor, Maddie, obviously over with Logan and the pediatric doctor and over there talking and then they wrapped Logan up and they brought him over to me, mm. put him on my chest and I remember looking at him like, is that my kid? Like what the fuck just happened? Like what oh the God. actual fuck just happened? And then they were like, oh, we can't, we've got to take him now, Taylor. We've got to take him to the NICU because he's not breathing. We've got to give, do some more tests. We've got to do all this on him. Picked him up. Like, he was on me for maybe 10 seconds. Picked him oh, up. And they, so and then I didn't see him for two hours after that. I, oh. I then didn't have him there. Maddie was gone with Logan. And I just looked around. All of a sudden, all the doctors, all the nurses, everyone was gone except my mum and my midwife. 
and it it was and it's such a fucking surreal experience that I didn't expect and I didn't I didn't prepare for. And then I literally mm. got up, I had a shower, and then I, I like cleaned myself up, still not seeing Logan, not knowing if he was alive, not knowing anything. And then it, it was two hours later that I got walked down to the NICU to meet my baby for the the first time. That's the first time I remember really really meeting him for the first time that's really like, sad buddy I didn't know you went through that that's fucking oh, intense it's insane right like it's so mm. but this is the thing like it's like my body just blocked half of that trauma mm. out of my mind like I don't remember half of that mm. I don't remember and and I was so determined for Millie to be such a a, a different, different birth Mm. that and I'm so grateful that we did get a completely different birth with Millie but I wouldn't change any of Logan's for the world like I wouldn't change what we did I wouldn't change it if I mean maybe in hindsight maybe I would change if he was induced or not but would he have then would we have had complications then anyway Mm. because he Mm. was a little baby like who knows what could have happened how much did he weigh when he was born 2.4 kilos oh my goodness he was tiny my little Babe, um, normal length, normal head size, just mm. weighed a tiny amount. Um, he, I went on to have a couple of stitches. I think I had two stitches or something like that. Didn't have an episiotomy, nothing like that. So he came out really, really well, which actually apparently whenever a doctor normally steps in, they normally just straight away cut your perineum and just like, see ya, here goes, slip. Mm. You're going to die when you hear my story. Oh, my God, I can't wait. But anyway, just to wrap up, Logan's, um, he was fine. He spent four, three or four days in the NICU. Basically, all he needed to do was learn how to suck, which they. How was he breastfeeding? So he, um, so I demanded that they didn't offer any formula. I expressed and my milk came in really hot and heavy really fucking quickly. That was another experience. I was sitting in the bed waiting to meet Logan and my midwife, completely nude, I hadn't even fucking, my midwife's just full-blown milking me, my my midwife. And then Maddie came in and she's teaching him how to milk me. They're both going at both boobs, just milking me. And then we syringed it all up to take down to the NICU and he survived, he he um, went on colostrum for a good two days and then my milk fully came in and he just went kind of on that. But they were he had a feeding tube in for two days. So he was being Oh my god, he must have got strong so quickly. He was feeding through that. Well, it was he stayed in the NICU because he wasn't sucking. So they Mm. needed me there to teach him how to suck, obviously. Mm. Um so I kept going down there every three hours, every three hours I set an alarm. Like it was it was fucking exhausting those days. Um and then they decided that because so he got transferred back into my room from the NICU, which was the most amazing experience like having I him did. walk into the room honestly mm-hmm. and I was so I remember Katie and he, you'll be like this is so you I was lying in the bed and I just come back from the NICU right I just come back I'd fed him I'd laid down I'm like right I'm gonna try and get some sleep because I've not slept at all I'm gonna try and sleep I laid down I tried to fucking close my eyes and all of a sudden I heard this and I was like I was like I don't want anything right now 
And this this midwife comes pushing him with Logan <gasps> in the fucking cot, and I'm like, "Oh my I'm god, I'm so sorry, I'm so happy right now." Um, but then we got transferred to a different hospital because he still wasn't progressing. They wanted us to stay a bit longer, so then we went from one hospital to another to stay there a bit more. Then we finally got to go home, and it turned out he was just How old a was he when baby. he got home? Um, we went home on his fifth day. So it wasn't wow. too long, That's so cool. um, but Could have been yeah, so much worse. and he hey. thrived. He fucking thrived. He was just a tiny baby. He was just a little baby that I think he was always going to be little. He's and he's always little. He's he's still mm. little now. He's mm. not going to be a big kid. He's not going to be a sumo wrestler like he's he's a little boy. Um, but again, I wouldn't change anything for the world. But yeah, it was definitely a fucking experience, and <sighs> yeah. Crazy, 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 crazy. Tell me about Van because I know Van was a little boy too. He was. Van was conceived on our wedding night and that was quite the surprise. We got I love it. We got honeymoon and I was like, fuck, I think I'm due for my period and I had a pregnancy test um, below the sink because my best friend had just fallen pregnant and we had been doing a test at my house for some reason. That's what best <laughs> friends do, right? I mean, why not? Um, and then, so I just peed on the stick and I was like, holy fucking shit, we wanted to wait a year. And I went out and I told him and I, we cried together and it was great. And then, yeah, really cruisy pregnancy. I got really swollen and really fat. Van was born summer. So it was hot and I was just, I I hate pregnancy. Yeah, you were like, you were December. So that's like, (sighs) Millie was February, so I can relate. Probably even more so. There you go. Yeah. I just, I just don't like it. I just, I feel out of, out of, like, it's an out of body experience and I'm just not into it. That's so interesting. That's so interesting. So literally you would like, would you, you, you just not, you don't love it. Like that's so crazy. Because I just feel like I don't have any control over my yeah. physical form and like the fact that like I just don't like I'm a I'm a pretty active person and I don't like having to like push up off the ground you know <laughs> and the like, sound effects as you're going oh, oh the sound getting effects getting in and, and out of the car yeah and having to like lie down all the time like I just I don't I'm not into it and yeah. I just felt really fat and repulsive if I'm completely honest and look that's and not- you know what you're all fucking entitled to feel how yeah. you wanted to. Yeah, and I just, yeah, it was a lot. I mean, look, I am very, very blessed that I fell pregnant so easy and I also mm. had a really easy pregnancy, well, medically, like I, I would I would have definitely passed the um, for the birthing suite, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, now, I went through the public system as well. They were fantastic. I went through the MAPS um thing which is the midwife you get your same midwife each week right so that's the same as the birth center exactly the same as the birth center except Mm. you have a birth center to go well instead of and i didn't get to keep my midwife for the birth right you just get whoever's on shift that's annoying so yeah it was a bit annoying because i really but if she's on do you get her well she's not she just works down in the maps she's an older yeah slightly older lady the older midwives are quite young and she um yeah so she came in and checked on me on both of my births and love her 
love her. She's great. I love, um, I love that connection you build with a midwife. Oh, Actually, I think yesterday was seriously. National Midwife Day and oh, I owe amazing. everything to my midwife, like absolutely Same. everything. She yeah. is, I would worship the ground she walks on. She's the most beautiful person I've yeah. ever met. They and are she, angels, honestly. Yeah. She's like the best. The ones, all of the ones that were on shift, I just love them. I wish I could bottle them up and take them home because mm. they are real life angels. Special breed of no people, one, right? Honestly, midwives yes. are special. No one is like them. No yeah. one. And I just felt like it was a sisterhood, you know? Yeah. From yeah. the minute I went in there to the moment that I left. Well, that's actually not true, but I'll get to that. Um, the minute I went in there, yes, while I was birthing. It was great. Anyway, so... <laughs> Cruzy birth, I wanted him the fuck out of me, like ASAP. And I kept thinking, yeah, I'm going to have him early. I feel like everyone does with their first. They're like, I'm going to have this baby early. I was convinced. In my head I was like, yeah, he's going to come early. I had lots of twangs. It was all <laughs> happening. Yeah. Anyway, the day of my my due date, I went in and saw Jackie, my midwife, and I'm like, get this baby out of me. I can't do this anymore. I was expecting to have him three weeks ago and he's still in there. How, so wait, She's this like, was your due date? Due date, 40 right. weeks, yeah. And she gave me a stretch and sweep and she said, who knows if it's going to work. I started sweating when she gave me the stretch. That was intense, the stretch and sweep, but I asked for it. Well, it's I the first like, time you've really had an unpleasurable finger inside you. <laughs> Seriously, yes, it is indeed. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, they do have to full on get up there and stretch and oh, sweep. So anyway, I fully was apparently she said, you've just started sweating, which is a really good indication because that means that I've clicked over your hormones or something like that. So I was like, I've whoa. T- around the cervix <laughs> and the sweating tick, done. <laughs> I hit I that like, nerve. Oh. Anyway, I went to bed that night, I had a glass of red wine. And I was like, oh, this baby's never going to fucking come out of me. Anyway, so 11 o'clock, I kept actually in the three weeks leading up, I kept going, mm-hmm, this must be it, mm-hmm, this must be it, mm-hmm, this must be it. 11 o'clock on the dot, I felt this feeling and I was like, oh, oh. This is Right, it. so that's why they say you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't it so weird? Like you, you know. Oh, you, you know. You just fucking know. Yeah. 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 So I was like, all right. I went into the living room. I had also done hypnobirthing and I said mm-hmm. to Tim, we're on. And I had my bloody show, Charming. They should yep. really rename that. And I just labored in the living room until 7 a.m. I told Tim to sleep because I was fine. And I just labored I and labored that. and labored. And it was How great. Was it? it was really nice. It was fine. It was yeah. really fine. Like mild contractions at this point? They, I am surprised, but I don't, I handle birth strangely. So they were like 10 seconds apart. No, three minutes apart. 10 seconds? Three minutes apart. Does that sound reasonable? Three minutes apart. Yeah. 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 I think you're supposed to go into hospital when you get three contractions five minutes apart lasting at least a minute. Okay, Maybe. so yes, so I don't know, yeah, something like that. Well, and when I spoke to the midwife, I said, oh, "I'm having one. I'm just hang on a second. And then she listened, and I didn't realize she was listening. She goes, "All right, honey, take your time." And she was like, "Oh, did oh okay. I'd like if you could come in now." And I was like, "All right, cool." And she's so like, "This like bitch can't talk through her." Yeah, eight a.m. But I was just hypnobirthing, so I was yeah. just like zoned. 
And again, and you've not fucking experienced birth before. Right. You don't know yeah. what to expect. But you know what I have experienced? Bloody endome- undiagnosed endometriosis and right. intense periods. And it was nothing comparatively mm. because I was getting a break. Whereas yeah, when you get that, when yeah. I really bad period pain, it's like just chronic. Constant. And no amount of drugs can help it. So I was like, this is and like like what they teach you in hypnobirthing, it's like this is intense, but I wouldn't really call it pain at this point. At this no, point. it's not. Yeah. No. It's, it's almost like, like that oh, like that build up and then you feel it hit its peak and then it all relaxes again. And it's like you know happy. when it's coming and going. Yeah. You can almost expect when it's gonna end. Yes, exactly. And when they last a little bit longer, you're like, okay, yeah. it's getting closer. A hundred percent. So I go to the hospital at like 7.30, I think, 8 o'clock, and um, they're like, oh, like I, the chick that I spoke to on the phone must not have been on the shift because they were like, oh, it's your first, oh, <laughs> all right, and they just put me in this room and I was like, this is not good for me. The bright lights sitting right. in a room. I didn't have anything. Anti-hypno in that room. Yes. And yeah. they said to me, oh, look, you seem all right at this point. What I want you to do is I want you to go for a walk and then come back and then we'll check you. And I was like, that's fine. Great. Like, well, great. Anyway, we walked out the front of the hospital and we walked past to where all the um, psych ward people have their cigarettes. <laughs> And they were like, oh, shit, I think the psych ward people aren't allowed to come out of the psych ward. (laughs) Well, they were. They were out. (laughs) They were on the loose. (laughs) Anyway, they're like, holy shit, mate, is she okay? He was like, yeah, mate, she's good. She's good. Anyway, that fucking walk, which I regret so hardcore, that turned van posterior Mm. and I that turned into an agony that I just could not even because my my, the relief I was getting through my contractions was Tim getting his thumbs and digging it into my lower back and that felt fucking good yeah Maddie did the same oh it was so good but then suddenly it and I thought he was to blame I didn't know what his posterior was and what what the like what the effects yeah. were. So I thought that he'd pushed too hard and it was just causing this like blade in my back like it's pain. fucked, right? And it I doesn't, it, it's so intense and it's so, oh you can't, you physically, there's no break from it at that point. It's constant. No, exactly. And it's, it's not even manageable because it's not in your front. Nah. It's not, and you don't, and what they teach you in hypnobirthing to feel the wave and all that stuff, you can't do that because it's this intense feeling yeah. in your life. I mean, I'm sure you can. I wasn't prepared for it. It's not mm-hmm. something that I was prepared for. So we get to the room, they check me, I'm like seven and a half centimetres and they're like, oh, you're seven and a half centimetres. And I'm like, I fucking, anyway. I've been in labour for the last 10 hours. Seriously. Anyway, so I get into the room at like 10 a.m. I think it must have been and I just, the lady was like, we can put you in the shower, you can have the, um, uh, what are they called, the water injections for the back? Did you do them? 
didn't even bother. No, because oh I was at, horrible I was things. The same. I was at the point of no return. Yeah, the, the only way that those things work is to take your mind off mind the- off of it. Yeah, so- and I've heard they are so painful. I'm a needle phobe because it is. So no thanks. Anyway, so I was like, no, just get me the just get me the just get me the epidural. I don't yeah. want to fucking shower. I don't want to. Fu- I just get me the fucking epidural. This is this is not this is not cool. Yeah. I and I felt like I was let down by them. I didn't like the way that they go. Ah. Oh, First right. time, <laughs> like you yeah. don't understand your body. Yeah, but it's I think fucked. that they misjudged it because I was hypnobirthing and I was a lot calmer. And look, I, I wasn't in transition, sure, but I just oh, you probably oh, I wish I had have been like, no, put me in a room now. If you need to check me, sure, but just do it. Yeah, I don't know if Ben would have turned posterior. Right, right, you know? but knows? I think I mean it's definitely. I mean, we can look back in hindsight and be like, well, could this happen? Yeah, but it's yeah. very much like a who the fuck knows what turned him. Was he just wriggling and trying to get into the birth canal and he just flipped himself? Well, and he was very small. He was yeah. down for so long. Yeah, like, so was Logan. Four weeks he was down. Yeah. So, yeah, who, I mean, who fucking knows? Anyway, we get in there and I'm like, no, give it to me, give it to me. Then the fucking old, old midwife, there you go again, she was really rude and she was yeah. just like, eh, fine. And then I'm like, yeah, whatever. And so that woman tried to put the cannula in my hand. Oh, my God. It went out. She's like, and I'm like, I'm needle phobic. You just need to know that. Just don't show me any blood, whatever. She's like, I've hit a valve. I felt warm something and I was like, that's my blood is in it to Tim. But I I just hypnobirthed through that. Well, it was full-blown squirting. It was fucking. (sighs) Stop. Similar. How weird. How weird we had similar experiences. Seriously. I don't know. Wild change. Anyway, I had fucking, my hand was so bruised. Anyway, got that in. Epidural people came in. Um. I, it was pre, it was pretty intense, but I just felt at ease knowing that it was it was just it was almost over. The pain yeah. was almost over. That how fact. was the epidural pain? Because see, I've never had one, so I don't even oh, you know don't feel what. It. You don't feel it. They yeah, just but don't give they you a numb needle. it first. Yeah, they just give you a needle. You don't feel that compared Does to the that needle hurt? No, because you're in you're in labor. Trust <laughs> see, me, I'm I like don't you. think I could sit still. Okay. Well, oh my God, I got to tell you about Olive's birth. That was so fucking intense. Anyway, so um, get the epidural, easy peasy, lay down. Great. I tell them I want a birth on my side. Great. Um, I was in labor for a long time. They kept checking me. I had been told that Ben was um, measuring like three weeks ahead my whole pregnancy. Um, so I was wow. expecting a four and a half kilo baby. Literally, I was told four and a half kilos, not five kilos, four and a half. That's what she said. Um, and so I was expecting a big baby. And then when the doctor came in, so the doctor started to get involved because it was a long, 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 long yeah. labor. It went for like 25 hours. No, 22. Anyway, and so doctors came in, stuff like that. Um, they were like, all right, we want we want to start pushing. I think it was, must have been like eight o'clock. They're like, I want you to start pushing because it's, it's, it was a slow progression. I literally, like, were you ready like, to, pro- like, do you reckon the epidural slowed you down? I, do you know what I think in hindsight? I think that the stretch and sweep was the cause of putting me into labor when he wasn't quite baked. Right. He wasn't ready. See, yeah. I reckon Logan wasn't ready at all either. Mm. I reckon if we had let him come, I reckon he would have come pretty soon after. Yeah. But 
he wasn't ready when they induced me. Mm. And if we had just let him come when he was ready, he would have thrived. He wouldn't have needed yeah. any NICU time. He just would have been little. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and in like in hindsight, that's what I think was yeah. was the issue. Um, yeah. Not even necessarily the epidural. I think it would have been a really, really long labour regardless. Yeah. Which makes I mean, me your body's never done it before. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and he was in so much fluid because right. – he was so little and he was like basically floating around in there. So um, they said to me about a backstroke. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's get like, let's get ready to push, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I start pushing. I'm really good at pushing apparently and he's almost out. Then all of a sudden they tell me, oh, he's done a poo. They hit that freak button. I'm, I'm hypnobirthing at this point though because they've turned the epidural down and I'm, I can feel it. So I'm just in right. the zone. And all these pediatricians, there was nine people that flooded into the room so on top of the already people. however many there were. Yeah. And um, it was pretty scary. Um, I looked so up scary. at the midwife and I said, is everything okay? And she said, everything is fine. She said, if, if we needed to get the baby out, we'd get the baby out. Everything is fine. Just focus on me and we'll get through this, blah, blah, blah. I was like, great. You're fucking amazing. Great, great, great. Love so, you. Then the doctor goes, holds up a scalpel and says, I'm, I'm going to cut you now. I'm going to cut you. And I said, like, fuck, you're going to <laughs> Fuck me. off. I literally said, no, you're fucking not. Get the, I said, put that away. And he's like all sheepishly, like pops, pops it in his tray. And I said, what, what do I need to do to get this baby out safely right. without you fucking cutting me from vagina to butthole? And he said, oh, he just needs to be out, blah, blah, blah. And so I pushed him out. Straight away. I had one Fucking stitch. power to you. And he said he thanked me after and said, thanks so much for telling me no. It makes me so fucking How angry. Fuck the amount Can you imagine of- my fucking recovery if he had have slipped me for no reason? And Van was yeah. 2.8 kilos. I know so many women that have just been cut without even consent, without even the I'm going to cut you now. It's just like routine practice. Like that's a full-blown, I'm sorry, but that's full-blown oh fucking. And a lot of people fucked. don't ever recover from that. Nah, it's like, fucked up. I refused Um, I refused stitches with Millie's and I copped it from that that nurse and that was that was bad and I remember that. Why did you refuse stitches? So I, with Millie, I had a beautiful water birth. It was great. It was really mm-hmm. lovely and she came out really quickly. Everything was beautiful. Like it was amazing. Like I can't fault it. And then my midwife checked me and she was like, okay, you've just got some grazing. There's a little tear at the bottom. It will probably heal on its own. It would only need to be stitched if you cosmetically want it to look the way it was. And I was like, cosmetically? Maddie's the only one looking at it. I can't even see it. I don't give a fuck. It still works the same. It's no different to me. And so anyway, they were like, we'll get a doctor to come in and the doctor will come in and have a look at it and then they'll assess if it needs stitching or not. Mm. Again, Mm. at the end of the day, it's up to me. She came in, put me in stirrups, looked at everything and didn't even, didn't even ask whether I, how I felt about it, whether I wanted it done or what was the situation. She just, I looked over and I'm like up on the bed with my stitch. Mm -hmm. So I was almost sitting up and she grabbed the anesthetic needle, the giant fucking anesthetic needle. And she's like, I'm just going to numb the area. Is that all right? And I was like, I'm sorry, you need to stop. I was like, I don't want any of this. 
I don't want any of this. I don't want to be stitched up. I don't want you anywhere near me. She Good. was like, what do you mean? And I was like, put that down. I, d- I don't want it. I don't want to be stitched up. My midwife said it was fine. She's like, well, it's going to cause infection if you leave it like that. I said, I will pee in the fucking shower every time until it's mm. healed. I don't care. I don't want you to fucking stitch me up. Like my recovery with Millie was amazing. If I had got that stitch, it would have been longer, exactly like you. Mm. But if I had just let her do it, oh, fuck, I don't know. I'm See, so, and I probably I felt wouldn't. so upset in that moment because I was like, fuck, I feel yeah, so, so intense. I'm like, I, I've just said no to a doctor. Mm. What is wrong with you, Taylor? And Maddie wasn't there at that point. I think he'd gone to get food or something. And I was like, fuck. And he came Good back and he you. was like, he's like, why are you crying? And I'm like, because the doctor just got, like, she full on, Katie, she threw the anesthetic onto the metal tray and she grabbed, she didn't even say goodbye to me. She didn't say anything. She just grabbed everything and just left me on the me- oh, on the hospital bed bitch. and left the What's room. Wrong? Some people just have huh. no bedside manner, hey? I was like, sorry for wasting your time. See you later. Mark Get out. Off. No Don't stitches in my badge. But yeah, well, tell well, me, go back, get back to Van. Get back to Van. Um, I'm so proud okay, of you. That's so, so fucking good. Well you, done. But see, this is why you have to do hypnobirthing right. because it empowers you. It tells you what your rights your, are. Well, yeah, your rights and also the people in the room that you can trust, if you ask them, they're going to give you an honest answer. Correct. Right. So all of the midwives are like this in the background like, Dear. <laughs> oh shit! No, oh, she no. did not. She just fucking shut him down. <laughs> he was like, he's like, this is. Oh, what did he say? He was. He tried to shame me into being cut, and I just said no. We'll. We'll. I said, do I have to be cut? Is it? Is it like a life or death situation? And he said no. And I said, well, good. What? What? What do I need to do? And he's like, oh, the baby needs to come out now because he's done a poo and it's blah 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 blah. And I'm like, great. <laughs> and, then I, and then he. <laughs> And then he basically just popped out. He just came onto my chest. All of the he screamed his little head off. Didn't stop screaming. I mean, for I mean, he hasn't stopped. Until he hasn't now. stopped since. <laughs> <laughs> and he was put on my chest, and I was shocked that he looked like a skeppus, which is like my side of the family. I was expecting he William. He, he's so and much like. I you. was like, oh my god, he looks like my little brother Andy. Like this is so cool. He still does look like Andy's twin, and. I was like, this is mad. And I was like just a bit shaken and they stitched me up and that doctor stitched me and I was like, I can fucking feel it. It hurts. And he's yeah. like, he was like yelling at me <laughs> and I was full fighting with him. He's like, someone who can push really good, you're a bit of a wimp. And I'm like, I get fucked. I said, who the fuck are oh, you? Seriously, it was a dirty, sweaty I'm old. sorry, but you've also never pushed a human out of your body, so shut the know, fuck up. Seriously. But also, like, I can feel it yeah. like the we, I remember my intentionally turned the um epidural down so I could feel pushing yeah which you know it, it helped a lot because it helped me to guide him out easily Control. but yeah. yeah yeah and then with my stitches I felt mine and I think that's why I was <sighs> so anti the next round yeah. not because like it wasn't bear it wasn't unbearable but when she was like doing like I remember so vividly looking down after obviously Logan wasn't there just I was sitting in the on the fucking bed and this woman is just full-on like knitting oh, my intense. vagina yeah. and I'm like yeah like, uh, huh? how is this mm. happening how is this mm. even a thing right now yeah but you wouldn't like, have even had the baby on your boob at that time that's no really, I had nothing to distract me, me I had Van and he just was yeah. feeding and it was just 
I mean, Beautiful. I was still being like, fucking relax, doctor. But, you know, I hadn't, yeah, right? I hadn't planned for a doctor to be involved in my situation. So mm. that for me was a bit like, ugh. Yeah. Because I just thought, you know, I mean, I, did, I was never opposed to an epidural. Yeah. I was never opposed to an epidural, but I was never against it. I was just like, what? I think that's got to be my biggest point of advice is just don't hold any wild expectations. Yeah. Don't have a plan. Don't have a plan. I mean, the I completely went into Logan's with I had no plan, but in the same sense, I had a plan. So I knew mm. what I wanted and what I didn't want. I knew that I didn't want an epidural and that was just because I wanted to see if I could do it. If it yep. got to the point that I needed it, I probably would have. I said to all my team, I said, don't mention it. If you, mm. I don't want you to mention it to me unless if I say to you, I, I want, want it, mm. then you can be have that conversation with me then and there. Um, but I had that plan, but I didn't. Didn't have a set plan. It wasn't like life or death. This is what needs to happen. Otherwise, I'm not going to be happy because mm-hmm. if you said it that way, you're always going to be disappointed. I think because oh, birth yeah. is so unexpected. You can't fucking plan for birth. For sure. And yeah, but isn't it fucking beautiful? Isn't it's it amazing? So I would. I would honestly birth. I would prefer to birth nine times every month than go through pregnancy. Oh, see, I fucking love pregnancy. I love yeah, birth. Yeah, but you like, wear it so well. You're so hot when you're pregnant. I'm a big, fat, oh, sweaty, hairy blob. I, I just absolutely, ad- oh, I don't know, I just absolutely adore it. Like, and birth, like I've been obsessed with birth since mm. having Logan. Like mm, I would love same. to go on and do some kind of birth training. I don't know what, but something. You'd be a great, like, hip or a doula or something. Yeah, like, I reckon know, I would really love to doula. be a doula. Mm. Yeah, I would love to do be a yeah, doula. But don't leave me ever. I won't leave you. It'll just be in addition to our epic fucking services, you know. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just yeah, birth is one of those experiences that no one can prepare you for, but it's so mm. fucking beautiful. And mm. even though Logan's was, and I mean Logan's was quick as like my waters broke at seven, and he was here at um, midnight. So Logan from start to finish was super quick. Millie was super quick too, but Logan was really fucking fast. And I'm so grateful. It's pretty hectic that you never had a gap though. See, with Van, I had had gaps. Like I had a natural labour. But then I was induced with Olive and I still had a natural Well, with Logan, I had a natural labour. So with Logan, everything happened naturally with Logan, whereas my waters broke on their own. Nobody broke my waters. Like everything happened naturally. Mm. Um, But it was just, yeah, it was was exactly like you said, that I just don't think he was ready to be born. I genuinely Mm. think if we had left him in there another couple of days or something like that, he would have come on his own and it would have probably been a g- better experience. I like was with so Millie, shocked when Van was so tiny and they put him on me. I was like, so this, is not the, this is not the baby that I thought was coming. And, like, <laughs> even a normal-sized baby is tiny. So to see yes. a tiny, tiny baby, it's like, yeah. Yeah. like I, Logan's head was the size of my palm. Oh, yeah. And, like, that was apparently a 40-week head. Did he have a big, um, like, a cone head? No. Because he, oh, really? he actually came out so quickly, so he didn't have anything, oh, neither did Millie. Was so coned. Was he? Yeah. Isn't Oliver's that so interesting? It's so interesting. How their brain, how their 
plates in their head. Just well, like when Tim delivered Olive, he said that he saw like think of their skull as like two Don't. separate sides. He saw it fully cross over as he pulled her out. What? Mm. Yeah. And then how Ooh. do we? How does that? Uh, and that's what the fontanelle. That's what the soft spot's there yeah. for. Yeah, to be able to move. To. Yeah, because we. Do you have the mirror in front of you when you're birthing? No. So with Logan, I didn't even have. I wasn't there. I wasn't there with Logan. Mm. I can't even. I yeah. I remember trying to push on all fours at one stage and it just not working. So I rolled over and tried to move. Like Tegan moved me into a different position, and then I tried to push there. I don't know. It was just really weird, but I never had the mirror, which I regret. I really, like for my next, I'd love to have it. Mm. Then Millie was in the water, so you don't get to see anything. Oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Do you know actually what I've noticed in the last however long since I've got my period back is I, the ovulation and period pain feels remarkably like labour. Do you have that? (laughs) It's like my, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we need to get t-shirts made. Do you have that? <laughs> I mean, like, have what? Shut up, you don't get it. Um, I no, I it's so weird. I, with <laughs> with Logan, I had actually before Logan, I had horrible period cramp cramps, mm. horrible, absolutely horrible, oh, don't unbearable, and might have gone away. Oh, so bitch. strange. Mine's Even like that worse. last one. Mine's Ooh. like back to 13-year-old Kate periods where it's like so heavy. I don't know what's Oh, going no. Yeah. Well, do you want to know something really fucking feral about my um, Logan's <laughs> So yeah. I had the stitches with Logan. I had one down the bottom and one like a little bit up the top. Mm. They healed fine. They were dissolvable. They were fine. I think he was probably about two weeks and because obviously you're wearing pads all the time, you're doing all that gross fucking, Mm. you know, whatever, it's just gushing out of you Mm. 24-7. I was going to the toilet and all of a sudden I had this mammoth. Mammoth, Katie. No, mammoth um, boil come up on my vag. It was disgusting. A giant pus-filled boil underneath, like at the bottom of, like not in my vag. Because of the stitches? Well, I don't know. I'm really not sure. But it was like at the bottom, at the bottom of my vag, kind of like underneath the flap. So like I had to bend down to kind of see it and like pull my vag up in order to see it. How big are we talking? Like Katie, like 10 cent piece. Like it was painful too. Like I, and it popped up like within from the time I went to the toilet one time to the next. Like it was just all of a sudden there, and and so I'm like, Maddie, you have to check this fucking thing out on me. Like you have to check it out. And he's like, Yeah, mate, that looks angry. Like you might need to go see the doctor about it. I'm like, I'll see how it goes. I'll see what happens. Anyway, the next time I'm going to the toilet because, mm. like, everything I Googled, I messaged my midwife. She's like, don't pop it. Just leave it. Just don't, you know, we don't want an infection. Just leave it. I go to the toilet. I'm cleaning myself up from all my blood. And I put, actually, it might have even been like a week or something. It was pretty close because I was still heavily bleeding. Mm. I pulled my vag up to check it out again. And it popped. It exploded. Fuck Everyone off. squirted. Oh. And- I, I love shit like that. Instant relief. Instant <sighs> relief. It was like, and it, I, it never got, it, it never got infected. It just healed and just went away. 
instant relief. It was so fucking good and it was so oh. satisfying and I'm so glad that it did pop because, yeah. Woo, but that was feral. That's Absolutely so feral. good but so gross and so oh. hectic. It's but other so than that, we like, Logan's I don't know why this perfect. is going to sound so – this is going to make me sound like a fucking dirty creep. Probably not. But I'm salivating. <laughs> not in a yum, not in a yummy way, but I want to see it. I think I might have a photo. No, 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 that would have been it good. It was bad. People are going to think I'm a fucking creep. That's disgusting. Well, I but mean. if it was anywhere, if it was on your arm, I would feel better about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was on my vag. Like what a weird place to pop up. That's wild. It has to be from the stitches, surely. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, it, I had to be like a week postpartum or something. I kind of want to see a photo of it though. I'm going to see if I've got one. Don't I send can it blur to me. I just out want any to see of the other through, stuff. Yeah, I just want to see it through the screen. <laughs> no, I'll send it to you and you'll just wake up in the morning at midnight and oh, I will. a picture of like this giant, oh, <laughs> angry, giant hairy pus filled. Well, <laughs> it was kind of on the flat of where you're like almost near the perineum, but like on the flat almost. So it wasn't like oh. a real vag vag, you know? And did it feel hot? Like, it was, was it like was painful. it bulging? Yeah, yeah. It felt like it needed like the instant like instant relief when it when it wild got empty. I <laughs> once had a hectic sty that was really pussy, and I was at Movie World, and I went like this and like creased my eyelid, and it went. <laughs> it was so fucking good, and this big hard ball came out of it. <laughs> Mouth watering again. What's Yuck. with that? You're so weird. Like, if see, I can't watch touch, pimple like, popping like, stuff. Oh, see, I don't want to see other people's. That makes me feel sick. Yeah, it's I don't weird. See any but of Tim's, it. if Tim ever gives me access, which he fucking oh, never yeah. does, I yeah, have to I like trade blowjobs for it and stuff. <laughs> but if he gives me access, because it hurts him apparently. Oh, we'll, we'll, well you're using your nails then, Katie, and not your fingers. No, I'm good. No, 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 no. Can't use fingers. Nails are efficient. You need to buy one of those little tools. We've got one got of the, the tools. Um, got all the, the tools. Pop up. No, no. Anyway, I fully got go, all the tools. All of them. Oh, you like, name a pimple popper. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually used to have this. You know, people when they go in caves and they put those torches with the elastic around their head. I used to have one of those for it, so I could see. <laughs> Just my camera flash. You're a freak. I try to, but then I gotta be like, and then you get the shadow. Yeah, fucking fuck the shadow. (laughs) I need to get that headlamp back. Do you reckon your vagus changed since giving birth? Like the look of it? I think it's actually genuinely better. No, physically. You reckon? Yeah. I reckon mine's got a little bit more elasticated. Really? Yeah, like the flaps have gotten a little bit more. Oh, see, mine haven't at all. Sally Sad Sack. Oh no, really? I mean, they're not bad. I mean, they they're still I still think I have a pretty neat vag. <laughs> You're a one slit wonder. <laughs> but I definitely think that it's changed since having babies. Well, and I mean, I'm gonna, it, 
I don't know if I should confess this. I don't know how I feel about confessing no, this. No, don't. Secret. We've already taken it out once. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're going to say. We've already taken it out once. So don't say it. Save me Did some I? editing because then you'll message me. You'll message me 20 minutes later don't and be like, out. take that out. Don't put that in. Please don't put that in. Honestly. Oh, oh God. What I was your favourite thing about um, – about birthing then? I felt like a fucking power woman. Right. Like a, like a superwoman after yeah. it. I was like, I am a fucking beast. Yeah. And how long it did was, you did you get to go home straight away with Van? I went home about eight hours after having Bernie and then <gasps> I, I went home that. four hours after having Olive. Yeah, yeah, that was the same as us with Millie. I didn't Isn't feel confident the in the hospital. It's really, really fucking great. But I also, I didn't like the, like I fed really easily. I had a really smooth right. experience. I didn't yeah. like being milked. I didn't like being told that I had to yeah. write a list of how many wet nappies there were. Like, And the midwives that would on that shift were fucking mean and rude and Almost aggressive, like I reckon the night ones to... were the worst. Yeah, my night then, midwives, bitches. Re- my yeah. day midwives, champions. There was yeah. one midwife, like we went after to give them all gifts, like we went and gave them all presents after, mm. and um, like there was one midwife. She fought for me. They were going to discharge me the day after Logan was born. They were oh going to keep without me him. Out. Yeah, That's without fine. him. And so Maddie was like frantically trying to book an Airbnb close to the hospital because we we live about 30 minutes from our hospital. Mm. Um, and so he was frantically trying to book an Airbnb and this That's midwife so came into me, oh, angel, goddess from above. She's yeah. like, you are not going anywhere. Get back in your bed pump oh, your milk nice. for your baby if your baby needs you to learn to your baby needs to be here to learn how to fucking suck so yeah. you're not going anywhere and honestly if it wasn't for her i would have been discharged and be angel home angel blessing in disguise she was mm. a wonderful woman absolutely mm. wonderful um should we wrap up with some recommendations but should we make them mother's day editions what's your favorite mother's day present katie well i've actually bought for my mum this year a I got it from Big W and it is a five kilo weighted blanket. I didn't even know they sold them at Big W. Mm, on sale, 30% off actually. Um, it's amazing. It's uh-huh. glass ceramic balls is what weight, weights it down. It's great for of course, anxiety. Glass ceramic balls. <laughs> we it's love a great ceramic anxiety. ball. How good is it in winter though when you – well, how is it in winter when you've got like your doona on you and you're like, oh, I just want to wrap that bit around my foot, you know? You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? You just want to wrap that bit around my foot? <laughs> what? I'm sorry, but when I sleep, I'm completely covered in a blanket with my feet covered. Yeah, covered, yes, but like not full snug. See, you- this weighted blanket would fully like strap you down. <laughs> anyway, go back to your bloody weighted blanket. Well, that's it. It's just really good. Get your mum one. What are you got? <laughs> um, uh, last year, Maddie bought me slippers um, from Peter Alexander and they were beautiful, but he bought me the wrong size. So this year oh. I've demanded the right, the right size. size. <laughs> Wait, so he didn't change them? We were going to and we never got around. Oh, lazy bones. So I'll sell them on Facebook Marketplace if everyone wants to give Wait, me a Wait, you good still haven't. A year. Rece- I've got the receipt and <laughs> I've got the slippers and they're in a Peter Alexander box and I still haven't taken it. Fucking hell. What size feet do you have? Eight. Same. Uh, <gasps> somehow I pictured you for like a tiny feet woman. 
I thought you were going to say like a size 12. No, Let's hold our feet up to the camera. Okay, hang on. Let me get my foot out. I hate feet. Do you? Wow, that's a big hoof for a short gal. Yeah, look at it compared to my head. <laughs> Can you do I'm this? I'm going They look <laughs> kind of like they're from the same person. What's your favourite? I mean, what's your recommendation for the week? My recommendation for the week is, which I don't have with me, which is such a basic bitch recommendation, but honestly, it's changed my fucking life, is my Frank Green water bottle. What's that? Oh, what? What do you mean? Oh, now I wish I had it with me. I don't have it here. Um, That giant pink water bottle that I have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's an insulated water bottle. It holds a litre of water. They're fucking expensive. They're the Frank Green kind. You know the brand Frank Green? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's the same brand as that. They do a whole bunch of how expensive and are we all talking? That stuff. Uh, I think it's sixty bucks. Oh, it's all right. But it's a liter, and honestly, honest to God, I put ice in it in the morning, and ice is still there that night. Oh, like wow. I absolutely love it. It's helped me drink so much water mm. during the day, and it's a liter, and it's got like a cute little handle. You can carry it around. It's it's game changer. I fucking love it. I wish I had it when I was breastfeeding. Does it have a straw? Yes. It has a straw. Amazing. It's a fucking the best thing ever. Yeah. What's your Love recommendation? It. I just gave you mine. Oh. Well, my recommendation was the slippers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. No. You got two from me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yours is not the slippers. It was. You said, what's yours? And I said, well, <laughs> my, Maddie bought me slippers. <laughs> That was my recommendation. So you're going to get slippers. I love a good <laughs> pair of slippers. Do you know your – okay, actually, quick, hang on. Before we leave, this is the one thing I wanted to actually tell you today that I actually had planned for this entire episode. Oh. Did you know – do you feed your kids sultanas? I saw this. Right? The fuck? Is that not the most fucking traumatic thing you've ever seen in your goddamn life? No, thank you. Let's talk about it. If you feed your kids sultanas, they come back to life as grapes in their poo. They full-blown rehydrate. So if your kid loves sultanas and you think that they're a little bit constipated and backed up, it's probably because they're trying to push out an actual grape out of their tiny little butthole yeah if they've swallowed it whole which can be very easy when they're shoveling them in that's fucking mind-blowing i was so shook i was like ew what the fuck is that they're like trigger warning there's poo on this (laughs) you're like poo doesn't scare me show me (laughs) show me what's up i know that's so creepy anyway that's all we've got for you for today's episode. We hope you have a beautiful Mother's Day because this app yes. has dropped on Mother's Day. So we hope Mother's you enjoyed Day. our birth stories. We're not much of a storyteller, are we? We are we're a bit chaotic, but um, we will have to share our beautiful little girls' birth stories too because yeah. they're completely the they're polar even better. Opposite. Isn't it funny that Logan and Vance is kind of similar? So similar, but then Weird. like you went into natural. With yeah, but Van, was it really and I went natural with Millie. Uh, you got induced yeah. with, yeah, insane, absolutely insane. Anyway, we hope you have a beautiful Mother's Day. If you if you're not a mum, we hope you celebrate with your family and celebrate your mum, um, because she deserves it. She pushed you out of her fucking vagina. But you know what? Not as much. I saw a quick. I'll just quickly say I saw a TikTok. The mums, our mums, need to hand it over now. We are the ones in the fucking trenches with fucking toddlers. 
it yeah. is now our day. We don't, I think I saw that same thing. And we're it was not like, obliged to – it's not about – I mean, look, sure, yes, yeah. your mum, great, drop her some flowers, have a breakfast with her. But realistically, we're in the fucking trenches. It's the one day we can be awarded. Yeah. And no. we have to plan everybody else's yes, events. Yes. It's like you've got to plan this and then you've also got to go to grandma's place mm. because it's grandma's. My mother-in-law's done it to, like on Saturday this year and I'm oh, that's down cool. for that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. We're doing yeah. just an afternoon tea for my mum and my nana all at once. So that'll be nice. And Maddie normally just does breakfast in the morning or something. Mm. Sleep in. Yeah, that's all I'm looking for. I'm going to go get a massage. Well, I was going to actually book a hotel for my. Oh, my God. I was just about to say I've seen that meme that's like um, Mother's Day is coming up. I've just booked my own hotel room and I'm going for the week. Yeah, would love that. I mean, it's it's the best option. So me. Um, If you haven't already, um, make sure you check out Two Mums Sleep Co. because we've just released a brand new free seminar. Um, You'll be able to grab tickets all this week. It is on the 15th of May. So if you're listening to this past that date, apologies. There might be some new ones released soon. Who knows? Um, And make sure you give us a follow at Two Mums One Pod to find out when we post new episodes. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, review, and all of that good stuff. So we keep climbing them charts. You know? Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Guys. Have a good week.